1: Promo code OKSIS15, OKAYSIS15.
0: Go ahead and treat yourself. From luxurious skincare to meaningful self care, you deserve it.
1: Welcome to OKSIS. OK we are two cultural observers and curious minds who happen to be related.
0: I am Scout. And I'm Maddie. Get ready for some serious sororal energy as we chat about and comment on one another's current fixation of the week. OKSIS. Okay, Hello sisters, welcome back to Okay Sis.
1: How you doing? How you doing? Okay Sis is a podcast where Scout and
0: Mads chat
1: what are you looking at? Sorry, I was just checking if the microphone was plugged in.
0: Yes, it is. Why do you not have any faith in me?
1: I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. It just kind of looked weird from this
0: angle. If you're just tuning in to OK Sis, we are a podcast <laughs> where we chat about one another's current fixation of the week with a rad female guest. Oh my God, that was such a beautiful intro, Mads. I know. I've I've uh, perfected and uh, memorized, memorized our tagline. Our mission statement. Our mission statement. Um, and we invite a rad female guest to come in and join in the sisterly banter. Ooh.
1: So now whoever has not listened to OK Sis knows exactly who we are. Exactly. I love it. We should do a little recap every now and then for our new listeners. <laughs> if a new- you're a new listener, welcome.
0: <laughs> That's what I just said. Okay. Well, I wanted to get in on the action, oh. too. Sorry, Scout. Sorry. Um, okay. So we do want to discuss some topical Things, cultural events cultural events. Well, as, pop cultural events as yeah as you guys know scout and i you know we are very educated individuals with diverse set of wait what was our what was our word from last week oh fuck if i remember we just posted on instagram this is so embarrassing you guys is we need sanguine? to be held accountable is no it's, no no it's ready Multifarious. Oh, multifarious. We are multifarious women. We, you know, read a lot. Yada yada. What? Keep boasting. Oh, I'm I'm trying to set the stage for what I'm about to say. Okay, go for it. Um. So yeah, we're all those things, but we also have a side that's very pop culture oriented. Batch nation, everyone. Well, you're yeah, you're more so just batch nation. I'm like just full throttle. Pop culture, my, um, I, I, it takes up like too much of my headspace, but it's um, a good part of your headspace. It's a good part. It, it, it thrives. It makes me think. It makes you think. Yeah, it's uh, actually fascination
1: makes me think a lot. Like I go crazy. I go into a rabbit hole.
0: Yeah, analysis, analysis, conspiracy theories, full on conspiracy theories, research,
1: research, stalking.
0: Well, okay. I was trying to like bring it back to like education. Oh, sorry, but I guess stalking is fine. Okay, so let's start with. Pete Davidson and Ariana Grande. Well, duh. Okay. So I think we talked about this the first podcast because I said justice for Cassie we, David. No, we did it on my old podcast. Oh, we okay. Got, okay. So Mads Wait, and I got we drunk should resurface those episodes on OK sis oh, for, like, okay. the we listeners to hear. Because those were s- the silliest Because we silliest. got we, we got drunk and
1: got massages at the Ohio Valley Inn and Spa, and we're like, why don't we just podcast together in the business center? And we were eating truffle chips the entire episode.
0: And we were talking about Pete Davis and, and Ariana Grande and how uh, Justice for Kazi David all the time, every day. In, and now uh, they and broke America. up, but that was completely to be seen. <sighs> I mean, yeah, it was... I'm now beginning to think, or not now beginning to think. It's just so clear that this was a complete marketing ploy. It was like, a how does anyone ploy. think this was remotely real in any? I'm with instance. you on that. I think it I, was fake. Yeah, and just like the whole timing of, you know, the SNL stuff, and then the thank you next of it all, and all that. Do you even know what I'm saying? Nope. Scout. Yeah, I don't know what the <laughs> thank you next is. Literally, Scout just looked at me and had no idea. Okay, so let me break it down for you, because some of the, the sisters may not know um so pete and ariana break up right um on uh he goes on a pr- uh the promo for snl and maggie rogers which oh she was
1: amazing shout out to maggie rogers oh, such Goddammit. a goddess that's,
0: okay that's my second current fixation of the week and forever and all the weeks because she's amazing she is just angelic i want to have a dance party with her yeah she is out of control so so the promo was Jonah Hill, Pete Davidson, and Maggie Rogers, and Pete Davidson looks at Maggie and and says, "Hey Maggie, do you want to get married?" And she says, "Nope." And then he says, "Over oh three,
1: over three. What does that mean?" Oh my god,
0: what does
1: that mean? It means like
0: z- like zero zero out of three. Oh, that he like get it? Get yeah, yeah, I yeah, yeah, it, yeah. Maggie, it's yeah. so, like zero people said the whole marriage. Okay, got and it. So, Oh, dear God. But technically, Ariana said that she would marry him. I know. And also, he never proposed to Cassie. It's just a joke. Okay. Got it. Sorry. Sorry. So, um, then she goes on Twitter and says, for someone who doesn't like relevance, you really like to cling to it, huh? And then her next tweet- Who? Who is this? Ariana Grande. Oh, you didn't say Keep who it was. I, you said, I said Ariana. No, Grande. you said
1: she. Okay,
0: you should know who I'm talking I about. I'm talking is about is the Maggie Rogers. This is the whole narrative. This is the okay, whole thing. got it, got it. Okay, so she says that, and then the next tweet said, "Thank you, comma next."
1: Ooh, why is she being all testy? Okay, just
0: <laughs> And then that night, so she okay, so that was the tweet. Then she drops a song called "Thank You, Next" thirty minutes before SNL airs on Saturday night, and it's. An ode to all of her exes. Okay, I heard about so, this. Okay, so she just like names all her exes and what they did for her, and she's thanking them. And then she's like, "Okay, thank you next. Like, I'm fucking grateful for you guys. I learned so much." But next, next. Um, so it's like this really like nice end to it. And then SNL happens, and P. Davidson goes on uh Weekend Update as himself, as he always yeah, does. Yeah, I saw that. Oh, and then did you see and when he, he said? Yeah, he was, yeah. It was really nice. And he was really nice. And he says, he wishes her the best, her and, and she's best. a great woman. No, you know, there's nothing, you know, it's, it's not anyone's business. Um, I don't know. It just seemed really strange that they, how much they... Featured that story on SNL.
1: Like, I really didn't understand. I think it's, that's why I think it's a marketing point exactly. because they talked about him and Ariana together all the time on SNL.
0: And it was, it became a, a whole, it became like a whole skit. Yeah. It was like a thing. Yeah. I don't know. I just,
1: it was all too good to be true until it wasn't. If any it. of you agree with us, comment on our latest Instagram photo.
0: Just any Instagram, photo. yeah. Just any Instagram any. photo, and say we At agree. This exact moment, the latest Instagram photo. Just, <laughs> just comment. I agree. I agree because we are all in the same boat on this. This is out yeah. of control. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, okay, and then next uh, cultural impact breakup. <laughs> oh yeah, breakup. Oh, so sad. Oh my god, this is really sad. Also, such a great segue to our therapist talk. Oh yeah, because we, of couples. She is a couple and relationship therapist. Right. So, um, Caitlin Bristow.
1: And Sean Booth broke Sean up. Sean Booth broke up. No, my life is over. Yeah, this is they, a hard this one. This was a hard one. They were together for like three years,
0: and they were so strong. So, do you what happened? To Off the Vine? I haven't listened to the recent episodes, but, but I have listened yeah, to them. But ha- did you listen to the one where she shut down the rumors of them breaking up? Yeah, like, yeah. A couple yeah. Of weeks yeah, ago? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so that's why I was kind of sad and she posted
1: on instagram breaking the rumors as well she was like just because we don't take photos together doesn't mean that we're not together and we're together i know and until and until the very last minute she was defending it she She was was saying that it was exactly So that's
0: why i was like oh well maybe
1: maybe she was in a little bit of a denial like maybe things were going really downhill and they were just trying to keep it together and they were like and then they broke at the end
0: yeah, oh. this is the worst. Oh, it's guys. So sad. Because yeah, her. I mean, her latest episode is with Wells, but Aww. I think they had recorded it probably Before. a week ago or yeah, something. Because yeah, yeah. like, yeah, she doesn't mention it at all. Do you
1: think she'll mention it? Of
0: course, she has to. She
1: does a podcast like twice a week. She has
0: to mention it. Yeah, people are freaking out about the dog. I don't really care about that. But oh, Tucker. Yeah, really because it was his dog for a long oh, time. But like, is, like, she's literally obsessed. obsessed yeah, exactly. With him. Oh, so that's
1: so sad.
0: And she gets to keep the ring. Oh yeah,
1: because it's been over. What is it? Years? I think. I think, the, it's, two I years. think it's two years. You get to keep the ring. I wonder if they'll just sell it
0: and split the cash.
1: Oh, what is she gonna do with I it? Don't she can't
0: know. wear it. I guess you can repurpose it. You could put the diamond. You could put it into a necklace. Yeah, that'd be pretty. Oh, it's a fat Caitlin diamond. Bristow. I
1: know they were so strong. They were like the
0: people I go to, and I'm like, no, batch is real. I know. <laughs> it's so sad. Oh, sh- they broke the curse. Oh, Not the curse. They broke the 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 track record the track record of bachelorettes yeah because every bachelor doesn't stay together but now all the bachelorettes
1: are staying together Rachel for JoJo Caitlin. and well now except for Caitlyn I know
0: but that's what I'm saying she broke the the record uh, it's really god sad. damn it um yeah this affected me way too much yeah anyways I hope all you girls sisters like pop culture because we
1: do too. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. The amount of times
0: I've been made fun of today by my sister also, is next level. So I was listening to our previous podcast, which I don't really recommend that we do because it's just like really my self-conscious mean? levels really. Oh, really? Steep. I
1: love listening to our episodes. Oh,
0: I love I like listening to it. But um, I just realized that I laughed like a hyena. I mean, I knew that <laughs> I knew that I do have the most insane laugh of all time, but I've never had to witness listen to it myself.
1: Do you listen to how loud you are?
0: Yeah, but you turned down my volume, so yeah, I okay. turned down your volume a lot, guys. <laughs> yeah, you guys, um, you think that I'm being, like, like normal? normal? No. no. I'm screaming. She's and, screaming. And Scout has to put down the levels. And then
1: push mine up.
0: Yeah, way up. Yours, like, way up. Mine's at the lowest. The lowest yeah. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Um, no, but my laughter is just piercing. No, I don't find it that I I, I like your laugh. I at least need to pull the microphone away when I Yeah, you could do that. That would
1: help me out a lot, actually, (laughs) if you could do that, because editing is a fucking nightmare with you and your voice.
2: Oh, my oh. God. Queen
0: editor over here. Queen editor. Lola wow. is cuddling with me so much right are now. You, are you going to put that on your resume? What? I'm obsessed with, like, finding skills to put on my oh, resume. Oh, yeah. I guess, I guess, well. You could say uh, podcast I, editor. I could a, say a podcast sound. producer. You could literally say, say
1: sound engineer. No, I'm going to say <laughs> producer.
0: Oh, I could say podcast you could, producer. We could both say podcast producer. Fuck yes. Guys, adding to Ooh. those skills. Yeah. Skills skill section. sets. Skill set.
1: Skill, skill set.
0: Yes, but the skills section of your of the resume. resume. Got it, got it. Yeah, that's where the people look. Does
1: Just podcast, and, and I mean, does pop culture enthusiasts count?
0: I mean, might as well. Might as well. I think that's a skill for as much fucking headspace as it takes up in, in my your little brain.
1: brain. Okay, let's get into this week's yeah, episode. <laughs> episode. You guys <laughs> are <laughs> probably like, shut the fuck <laughs> shut up the already.
0: Fuck up. Um, oh my God. So we, we had on a young, modern, fresh, gorgeous Armenian Kim Kardashian vibes. Ooh,
1: total Beautiful. Kim Kardashian
0: vibes. Yes.
1: In the best Co- way possible. Yeah,
0: coming in through with the long black hair. Oh, she's oh. gorgeous. Um, Guyana, she is a therapist here in LA. Um, a, f- a family and marriage therapist. Which is super but she still, But she still says that she can can help a wide array of, yeah. of people. Yeah. But um, so, yeah, we get into... Her practice, you know, what got her into therapy and how couples um, can kind of bring passion back. Exactly. But then also kind of our histories with therapy mm-hmm. and it gets real, guys. Yeah, she's amazing. I mean, sisters. Yeah, no guys, just
1: sisters. No guys, a No just guys. Just Except for our husband and boyfriend because they listen. They're like, there are Do two. They? Yeah, there are like two guys that listen to our podcast.
0: Aww, our <laughs> her demo. Yeah, our tem- demographic. Increased by increase like two guys. Yeah. Amazing. Okay, so enjoy. and We love you. Love you.
1: Okay, sisters, let's talk about hair shedding. Does the craziness of everyday life leave you stressed and shedding? Since having kids, have you started seeing a little more of your scalp? Hi, I've been there. When it comes to thinning hair, there are many root causes at play, and Nutrafol addresses them through a multi-targeted, Take their hair wellness quiz on Nutriful.com for a personalized hair health plan based on your specific root causes. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutriful is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutriful.com and enter the promo code OKSIS.
0: Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutriful for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L dot com promo code OKSIS. That's Nutrafol.com promo code OKSIS. Sisters, my goal these
1: days is to always look put together when I leave the house. Nothing over the top or super dressed up or anything like that. I just want to look put together and feel good about what I'm wearing in an effortless yet refined way. Probably three times a week. Sisters, if you've been listening to this podcast or following me on Instagram, you know that Whimsy and Rose KiraPant in black linen is a sisterhood staple at this point.
0: Founder Rachel Temco created the brand back in 2014 because she wanted to create an approachable and inclusive brand that cared for the people and the planet first. Visit their website, whimsyandrow.com. That's W-H-I-M-S-Y-A-N-D-R-O-W.com and use code OKSISTER for 15% off. Introducing Guyana Aramian, a registered associate marriage and family therapist. After receiving her bachelor's degree in psychology from Loyola Marymount University, she continued her education and graduated with a master's degree in clinical psychology with an emphasis in marriage and family therapy from Pepperdine University. She is passionate about helping individuals, couples, and families achieve a well-balanced life, and is looking to redefine the norm of therapy. So without further ado, Guyana. Hi, girls. Hello. Oh my what God, a I'm mouthful.
1: I'm so <laughs> stoked we have a therapist on. I've been in therapy since I was 14, so I know a thing or two. Ooh. Yeah, Scout is the therapy master. Oh, yeah. Okay. I've she had is... like six or seven therapists probably at this point in my life.
0: Yeah, we'll go through both of our relationships with therapy, Good. but... First, let's do a round of current fixations. Down. Scout, do you want to start? Yeah,
1: I'll start. So I just splurged way too much on a new CBD product um, from Leaf. They are 100% organic and non-GMO from seed to soil to the finished product. And everything is hand harvested and made in the USA. Um, I'm a big CBD fan for anxiety, for Mm. sleeping, for just clearing my mind. It helps me stay super grounded and kind of, like, just gets the edge off a little bit. Um, I was using CBD with a little bit of THC, which I found works, like, a little bit more. But I wanted just kind of a pure CBD oil. So I picked this up. I am loving it so much. Um, and, yeah, that's my – that's what I'm I – you're, like, ch- you're, like, skeptical about I CBD. I know. We
0: chatted about this because I'm just not, like – I'm just not a weed person. Either but I know I. it's not weed, but I'm just – I just don't know. Like, I I can't get... I just don't... I don't think I need to come
1: down. There's no psychoactive effects. It's, like, Mm. completely neutral
0: it's There's a whole not. new
2: world I mean yeah uh, what are your thoughts do you ever recommend it yeah, as cause a, it's, it's a it's so like it is out the of my world. scope of practice to recommend oh. but Ooh. if a client says that that's helping them then you know whatever works yeah uh, my
1: psychiatrist had a sign on his door that said if you're taking CBD you have to tell me <laughs> oh my god really <laughs> why <laughs> just because it? I guess it really it can mm. counteract certain medications if you're taking the ones with THC they just want to make sure what you're taking but I think it's and I'm like it's so healing for me at least. It works and like when you find something that works,
0: yeah, right. run after it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, so my current fixation, I just watched this documentary called Three Identical Strangers. <gasps> Have you seen it? No, I need a new documentary. Oh my god. You guys. Netflix it up. It, oh, just kidding. Amazon it up. <laughs> okay, Amazon. It is unreal. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go into too much detail because there's just a lot of twists and turns, but it's essentially about triplets who are separated at birth and then they find each other at 19 years old. That's crazy. Crazy. Like you are going. I to- didn't even know people
1: like legitimately separated twins and triplets okay. at birth. Exactly.
0: Watch the documentary. You're okay, going to freak that sounds the really fuck out. sounds really Yeah. It's really, really interesting. Oh, You would, oh, yeah, you like would love you this. Would love oh, my this. God. it's <laughs> a therapist. Oh, wait. Actually, like, you would love this. It's very twisted, but, but like, I mean, it was in the name of research. That they, right. Just, I'm going to watch yeah, that. Just watch it. It's so good. It's so good. Anyways. But, uh, yeah. Three Identical Strangers. I really went into it just... I'm not a documentary person. I love documentaries. I know. I really wish I was. But this this one, um, you know, it it plays out like a fictionalized movie. So it really is gripping in yeah. that way. Um, so not only I mean, the story is incredible, but it does feel like you're just watching a movie and not necessarily like a historical
2: yeah, I don't account. like when documentaries are boring.
0: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. So this one is this one is not boring. It's it's very much like a sto- a gripping story, and they they really they really reel really you in. It's it's awesome. Sounds I would really
2: recommend cool it. Okay, okay that's on my list so my current fixation is the kopari coconut rose toner oh Ooh. i love beauty I've products have, oh, and that do? one hey, is, you're on the right podcast yes. you're on the right podcast <laughs>
0: we are obsessed with
2: skincare. i love this um the rose toner it first of all i do it i spray it before makeup i spray mm-hmm. it in between clients. I spray it in the morning. I mean, anytime I need a little refresher, it just feels like it does something. I don't know if it really does. Yeah. But it definitely hey, it feels I feel like it feel works. It. It works. <laughs> i've heard yeah. of it the copari really yeah i feel like it's making my skin better too amazing so. oh they just God. came yeah. out with
1: a natural deodorant copari that's yes. like all the rage right now and i'm like guys i don't know are, if i
0: can get on board what are our thoughts yeah let's uh, talk about what, this what okay. are our thoughts i'm a Schwitzy person yeah same i can't there is just no <laughs> way a natural deodorant Deodorant's gonna work can me. like walk it all in like it there's really just can. no way yeah, yeah I I don't don't that's so. my thoughts
2: yeah, I don't think but, it can either. I mean, it sounds but, great but in I theory. Think it, it's
0: becoming such a fad, and people are mm. really obsessed. Which, which so is I amazing. Think, so maybe they have different formulas now, and they're advancing it the technology, is, yeah. but I once... What's the aluminum and not aluminum? That's what's aluminum that's, free. Aluminum, <laughs> not aluminum, not aluminum. Um, no, but that's the ingredient, right? The like yeah, natural that's deodorant. It's yeah, like your happened.
1: your underarms are really close to your lymph nodes, and you're not supposed to be putting chemicals into them. So oh, it's like a whole. Anyway,
0: so I tried one an aluminum free deodorant like years ago from like the farmers market. I was like, oh, it gonna be so cool, like. Aluminum cream. Oh no, it did not work. And ever the girl was like, "You have to just wait it out. Like your body has to adjust." I was like, "That's some no, bullshit. like, no, no, no." I'm like, "People are smelling me left or right. No way." <laughs> Anyways, that's my rant.
2: About. Again, I think it works for some people, and
0: yeah, and just like when some, some yeah some, the more it doesn't sexy work for girls. everybody. Yeah, it doesn't yeah.
2: work for everybody. Anyways, I'm not into it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay, let's get
0: into therapy. Yeah. Okay, so let's. Should we start should we start with questions or should we talk about our backgrounds with therapy? Let's start with questions okay, and then we'll, get into, our we'll backgrounds. get into it. Okay. Yeah. So did you grow up going to therapy?
2: So I actually didn't, ironically. Okay. Um I am Armenian, so in our community, it's not actually something that's very common. So everything is kind of kept in the family, right? So you grow up not having this big sorry. It's not something that's common, right? Mm -hmm. It's not something that's accepted. So, when I told my parents I want to be a therapist, they had no idea what that even entailed. Mm -hmm. So, and then going into therapy, I actually went to therapy when I was in grad school, becoming a therapist. And going into it, I was like, well, I don't really need therapy. I'm pretty good. I'm so expressive. I talk with my friends. Mm -hmm. And when I went, I was like, okay this shit is actually, it works. Mm -hmm. It's real. And it's funny because I was already in school trying to become a therapist, Mm -hmm. but I had no idea what, you know, how much growth you have to go through. And no matter how much you talk to your friends and family, it's just not the same. Mm -hmm. And that's the misconception. And I get this all the time with, especially my Armenian community. Everyone always says, well, why can't you just talk to your mom or dad or your friends or your fiance or whatever? You can, but it's not the same well it
1: it's comes to a point where like it's not their responsibility to right. f- to really fix you you have to fix yourself and mm-hmm. so fixing yourself entails going to therapy
2: right
0: absolutely and it's also the whole unbiased person outside right. of the situation with your it's family a third party. yeah when we are with their family and your friends they're going to just echo mm-hmm. what you're saying and they're also going to um like, be on your side, right. really, most yeah, of the time. Yeah, my therapist, like, gives it to me. Like, if I do – sorry, just got to <laughs>
1: tickle my throat. If I am not doing something, if I'm doing something wrong, if I'm playing the victim, mm-hmm. she's, like, cracking the whip.
0: Yeah, no, they're not going to validate you, which I love. Yeah. It's a very honest it, – it's, it's an honest perspective, but it's also – they're they're on your side like you know they're there to help you but they're also there to call you on your shit which right.
2: i which i really love and the point of i don't know if you've experienced this but a lot of therapists and the traditional way is you don't tell anything about yourself to your clients, right? You mm. don't disclose anything. So now the modern day therapists are more into self-disclosing a little bit just to connect with their clients. But the point of that is, is that the session is just about the client. And so if I tell you, if I sit there and cry with you about my own breakup, that's going to take it away from your healing. Right. And so that's why it's important to keep that focus. So I might share a little bit. I might say to make sure my client feels connected and that mm. I'm not a robot. I'm still a human. Mm -hmm. you know to say like i've been through that and i know it's hard but you know it gets better whatever it is right but you don't share too much and Mm -hmm. so that's the difference between talking to a friend or family member because we know way too much about them and Mm -hmm. so it's there's too many emotions involved and that person is not going to hear you out clearly they're going to have some sort of bias right yeah it
0: helps to have that distance Mm -hmm. for sure so when you went to school what piqued your interest about psychology and then Family and marriage, specifically, when you were focusing on.
2: So I've been in a relationship for ten years. Woo! Yes. How old are you? I'm twenty six. Okay. Wow. Yes. Oh my
0: god. Did you wait? Did you grow up in LA? Yes, I did. Okay. Okay.
2: Um. So, it's been a long road, not an easy one. It's not a fairy tale, Mm -hmm. but through that, I've learned so much about relationships, and it's really you know I've been so passionate about figuring out relationships because of my own relationship because we had to go through so much to stay together for 10 years and to still love each other to still be obsessed with each other in a healthy way Um, and to keep it passionate right so that was honestly I know it sounds cliche but that was my reason because I was seeing my friends and a lot of people break up and not be able to work things out. And so I was passionate about figuring out why do we have these conflicts? Why do we fight? Why do we argue? Where does this all come from? And so I took a psychology class um, in college while I was still in high school. And I just fell in love with it. And I was like, okay, this is it. I love it. I can't wait to help couples and marriages and families. The title says marriage and family therapy, but we really treat anyone... With like anxiety and depression and grief. It's really anything. Okay, Um, But I am truly passionate about helping couples. Because I think we can make it work at work. At our jobs and our careers. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to that personal relationship. That's where we realize okay something's not working. Mm -hmm. Like something is wrong either with me or with my partner. There's something that's not happening easily. So that's truly where my passion is at
1: where what's something that like most couples come to like what do you see couples deal with the most across
2: the board it becomes about when when couples really lose that passion whether it's the you know you get into this routine you know tasks daily tasks or if you live together you're doing the same thing over and over again or if you've been together for a long time it it just becomes like a routine right Mm -hmm. so something gets lost in the way, the connection gets lost. And so couples start bickering about the smallest things, right? Like the dishes aren't done, the trash hasn't been taken out, or you don't text me enough, or why are you going out with your friends? So these things start coming up. But really, behind all of that, it's a cry for help. It's a cry for Are you there for me? Are you going to hold me when I need you? Are you going to support me? Mm -hmm. So instead of saying all those things, all the vulnerable stuff, we say, why aren't you texting me back? Mm -hmm. And why didn't you do the dishes? So we we resort to anger because that protects us and that's easier to do than to say, I'm really hurt and I don't know if you're going to be there for me. Mm so that's the biggest thing it's like we start bickering about the little stuff when really it's something not to say that every little fight means that there's something wrong with your relationship but it's it's really important to see what's underneath that and what's really going on Uh,
1: my husband and I had a small period where we were bickering constantly and he looked at me one day and he said so are we going to be that couple Mm -hmm. and I was like No, we're not. (laughs) And and we we switched it off immediately because we were like we were we recognized Mm -hmm. that we were going down the wrong path
2: you're Um, going through a pattern right through a
1: pattern and we switched gears Mm -hmm. because we did not want to continue down that road because that's when things get really messy right which is great
2: that you're able to identify that a lot of the times people get caught up in these patterns Mm -hmm. and they get stuck Mm -hmm. and it just keeps repeating and they keep going through the same thing and at some point they're like I can't do this anymore we've been fighting every single week for the last six months Mm -hmm. and it's not getting better you're not fixing yourself I'm not fixing myself and they give up but I truly believe that if both people have some sort of hope some sort of something left in the relationship they can make it work mm-hmm. it just it takes effort and the whole you know love should be effortless no no
1: we just talked about we this just yes. talked on about one of this. our last episodes how like nobody teaches you how to be in a relationship Mm-mm. and all we see in the media is the fairy tale and versions. the lust
0: we all always see is lust, <laughs> yeah. In ho- in movies and in the media, like all we see is that honeymoon phase. Right. And to create a lasting, enduring relationship, it does require sacrifice oh, yeah. and work. And it's just it's really unfortunate that we're brought up with those ideals. Mm-hmm. How but long
1: have you been with Ben now? Three years. Three years. I'm six. So I'm Are almost you? at you. Almost at you. Girl. Look at us. Look at us, long term relationship gals. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but don't you learn so much being. Oh my God. I've already learned oh so right? much. I
1: have changed for oh, yeah. the better like 150%. Me what too. Adam has helped me overcome and mm-hmm. move forward and push to is like a night and day transformation in myself mm-hmm. that I would not be be where I am today without him and so the secret is
2: growing together right Mm -hmm. regardless of if it's 10 years or a year or three years it doesn't matter it's Mm -hmm. how do you help each other to be a team and Mm -hmm. when we get into these patterns of you know bickering and fighting every every week or every day we forget that we're a team we forget that we're here for each other right you know it's great to be independent it's great to have your own life and all of this but at the end of the day we're in a relationship because we rely on each other, yeah, and we chose
0: to be in this like we right. chose
2: to be together, so right. let's do let's that. Be together. <laughs> that's
0: so interesting. If you really strip it down, it's like we could have chosen to be individual or exactly like, or to be yeah. on our own, but we have chosen to be and participate in this relationship. so let's
1: do that, so let's say someone's listening to this episode, and they're kind of going through a darker time with their partner, and they don't know how to reignite the passion. what would you what advice would you give them?
2: so of course you know, really nailing it down to what's going on. I I always say, find out what the pattern is, pay attention, because when we get stuck in these patterns, we don't even realize it's happening. I mean, we're so caught up in the fighting and the arguing and blaming that we don't realize it's happening. So the first step is for sure to sit down after an argument, maybe and to write down what happened, you know, what what was the trigger? What really happened? Who started it? And what was said? And To look back and say, what was my part in this? Because at the end of the day, we can't control our partner. There's no way. As much as we'd like to, there's absolutely (laughs) no way. We can only control ourselves. And so what part did I take in this situation? And how can I change this? And what can I do to be a better partner? At the end of the day, I feel like our society is all about, you know, finding the right partner. And finding the perfect person for you. How about being the perfect person? How b- not perfect, but, but yeah, how about being be? the best partner you can be? Yes, I like that. You know, and so we put this expectation on their on our partner when we're not we have to do our own stuff too. We have to do our own work. Mm. And if after that it it's still something is happening, sure, then there's other things going on. But let's focus, let's do what is on our control which is our own stuff, how we react, what we feel, what we think. Let's monitor that. Let's write it down. Let's see where it's coming from. And, of course, a lot of this stuff is, you know, some people are really self-aware and they can do this work by themselves. And some people need a little help, and we do this stuff in therapy. We really point – we break it down. And so when a client tells me they're feeling angry – Anger is a secondary emotion. So there's always something underneath, a primary feeling, that's causing us to become angry. So, for example, sadness or fear or hurt, those are primary feelings. And so I always say, what was it that you were really feeling? And I swear to you, this part takes them the longest to figure out. Because we're so used to just blaming. We're so used to saying, well, it was her fault. It was his fault. He, He made me mad. But no one can actually make us upset. It's our own stuff that comes up. It's a mirror. That that gets us triggered, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. So I can react differently to a situation that you might react. It could be the same thing happening, but because of my own stuff and because of your own stuff, we might have totally different reactions. That's so true. And that's something that takes a
0: lot of time to oh, yeah. realize in the moment, too,
2: yeah.
0: um, as well
2: as retroactively.
0: But do you think that your therapy education has helped you in your relationship
2: it's interesting i get this question a lot <laughs> right yeah, they they say so like do you have a perfect relationship yeah. no or like the no. answer you know what it is no matter how aware you are of things how educate whatever it is right no matter how much you know at the end of the day you're human so when you're faced with something your emotions are going to come up first before your logic does mm-hmm. You know, so in the moment, you forget everything you've learned and you get either tearful or anxious, whatever the normal human emotions are. So, of course, again, and I don't think this is so much from just, you know, being in the field, but also being with that person for 10 years, you learn so much. And so you go through phases. And like you said, you've changed how you guys argue and you've changed who you are, too, through time. Right. You become better our arguments have changed. I mean, the way we fight has changed. So I think maybe that, in that sense it's helped, right? Because I'm really aware of things. Um, But it's, I'm sure it's hard for him too, me being a therapist. I'm like, let's talk about feelings.
0: (laughs) He's like, let's analyze this real quick.
2: (laughs) He's not always down for that. But I mean, you know, as long as we're just aware of our own stuff, I think that's the biggest thing. Absolutely. Um,
0: So you mentioned... Trying to redefine the norm of therapy. Mm-hmm. And through your Instagram, it seems like you have this very modern you I mean you're young, like this very modern edge to it. Yeah, your aesthetics on point. Yeah, Thank you. yeah the, the, <laughs> the 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 feet, wait, the feed? The feed. The, the flow, feet. the flow. They the call the flow. it the flow. That's the what flow. the kids are calling it these days. The flow. <laughs> the flow. Um is so great. And so Thank you. what are you trying to achieve in that
2: sense? Like what's the end goal there? So Instagram is huge for me. I think this is, of course, growing up in this. This is how we all communicate. This is how we meet people. I've met so many great therapists just from Instagram. Um, I mean, there's associations that therapists go to to, you know, mingle and network. But just Instagram has allowed me to meet people. Um, And I honestly think Instagram is becoming the new business card. Yes. I don't keep yes. business cards. No. You know, if you no. if I follow you, I'm gonna have your information there.
0: Exactly. In my phone
2: whenever I want it. But a business card I'm probably gonna lose it. Exactly. I'm yeah. Find it yeah. again. So that's the biggest thing. And also educating people. Because I come from a community that's not about therapy, I wanna redefine that. I wanna make it normal. I wanna make it seem like it's- it's okay to go to therapy, you don't you know there's so many misconceptions. I mean people think you have to be crazy to go to therapy and all these things. I'm like, no, and you know i'll I'll have family members saying, So you treat crazy people I'm like, oh my God <laughs> I mean I'm one of the crazy people yeah, she's one of
0: the crazy I'm one of the craziest. I'm, I'm crazy too
2: <laughs> so it's redefining what these misconceptions are, yeah and also redefining when i say the norm of therapy it's we're so used to and i mean people get surprised when they see me you know sometimes i wear ripped jeans to my sessions mm. um
1: i was going to say do you get any backlash because you're so I haven't young? so far okay.
2: um but i've had people question yeah i've i've had people say you know well when did you graduate and all of this and you know if we get get into the actual logistics and there's no proof that a therapist who's been practicing for many years is more um, is more helpful than a new therapist. We all get the same education. We all get the same training. Really, the power of therapy is the ability to connect and to be there for someone and to help them grow. Right.
1: Right. So you seem like you do. I mean, you seem very grounded and mature and insightful. Thank so, you. And you seem as if. You put such an emphasis on that connection.
2: Yeah, I think that's the most important thing because you could be the greatest therapist, but, and I know I'm not for everyone either. You know, maybe my style or the way I look, maybe the fact that I'm young, I'm not for everybody, and Mm -hmm. that's fine. And I think it's like that with any business, right? You have to find your client and you have to find your customer or. And they have to find you. You have to be a good match for each other. Mm, Right. And, you know, you said you've been through a few therapists. I'm sure that's been a huge thing for you of finding the person that truly understands you.
1: Yeah, I am super picky when it comes to therapists because I started therapy when I was 14 because I had my first depressive episode then. I'm bipolar type 2. So I've had to change therapists because of moving locations or switching um, health insurances. So I've had about five, I think, five therapists so far. And through the process of getting to know five different therapists, I know what I want out of a therapist. So when I go into that first meeting, I have my criteria Mm -hmm. and they have to like me and I have to like them. and. They could be an incredible therapist, but if I don't connect with them, then
0: it's just not the right fit. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I relate to that 100%. So just to give you a little background, I just started therapy. I've been trying to get her into therapy for
1: years. Six weeks ago.
0: (laughs) So I just started therapy, and exactly for all the reasons you said. Yeah. I have a sister that has bipolar and is manic depressive, so my quote-unquote issues I always felt were... In not as insurmountable as hers were mm-hmm. and that they they didn't need addressing maybe. Um, because I thought in my mind, I grew up with therapy being somewhere you go when you have that mental illness or that, right. you know, that disease or something that you have to really struggle to get through. Um, but, and then there was this the side of having to sift through a bunch mm-hmm. of therapists. You know, I dabbled in therapy when our parents got divorced or when I was transferring – colleges from NYU to USC I tried going through multiple therapists and I just got so fed up Mm -hmm. of having to like retell my story like five different times (laughs) to find the right one so that's why I was always hesitant um until until recently and it was there was a there was a moment a thing that happened to me and I impulsively reacted in a way that i no longer would like to react. Um, so I said, fuck it. I just, I need to, I need to find a therapist, found a therapist and it, thank God, like worked on the first time I really connect with her and I love her. And it's just overall, it's just more so been a remarkable deepening of self-awareness. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned that being self-aware. Like I always thought I was a pretty self-aware person and I had that mentality like, oh, I can fix my problems. Like I can do it. But through really talking and you know digging deeper mm-hmm. there have been so many other issues that needed to resurface that I didn't even think needed to be
1: everybody visit everyone needs
0: therapy it's unbelievable like do you guys know Charlemagne uh the the, the god no okay <laughs> anyways sees this he's this radio host um, of this uh radio show called the breakfast club and he says Everyone should have therapy. It should be the number one thing that everyone does. It's just a a mental cleaning of your of your mental closet, essentially. So you're taking everything out and then obviously ridding yourself of things that doesn't serve you and then the things you need to keep, like let's reorganize or right. recategorize them. And I thought I thought that was a really great metaphor for how therapy could be self care.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, it is. Uh, therapists have therapists too. Yeah. Therapists
0: need therapists. Therapists yeah. need therapists. Just...
2: And honestly, I'm so obsessed with mine. I referred her to all of my friends and we sit down and we talk about my therapist because oh my now God. they all wait, go wait, by. I did the same
0: thing.
1: I did the same thing. My one of my lame. best friends, I was like, you're going to my therapist. And then we both would like see each other on the way in and out all the time. It was <laughs> awesome.
0: Oh. And what yeah. do you talk? Like, do you.
1: Yeah, I'd be like, well, no, we wouldn't talk about one another, obviously,
0: because that's weird. But. but <laughs> no, but you talk about her and, like, what the yeah, therapist. Really, oh. I
1: okay. don't know. We, we, we just had the same therapist. Oh, okay.
0: And we loved her. Okay, <laughs> cute. It was pretty cute.
2: But oh. yeah, I
1: think everybody should go to therapy. I feel almost really grateful that I was forced into therapy because
2: mm-hmm. it's
1: been obviously such a backbone of my entire life like I've never gone without a yeah therapist you've
0: yeah you've always since had an team I'm also just learning so much about myself um my mental states really how how everything all connects to and, and what I've also realized is, everything goes back to childhood. I was about literally to say, every yeah. single thing that I've said, whether it's by my career, my my friendships, my anything, it's literally yeah. always like, "Oh, so your parents and I was like, "Oh, great, great." <laughs> so, I don't know, it's it's such a I I really wish it was um rebranded as self-care
2: right I don't know I don't
0: feel like it is that way yet but I really think it should be. I think
2: it's starting to okay, I'm seeing it especially you know I see therapists my age too and we are kind of all on the same page we're tired of the old traditional you know and of course you respect your colleagues and they're great in what they do they'll mm-hmm. you know uh, but we're a different generation and we're more about social media we're more about spreading the word and talking about it and Telling our friends and spreading the word really, and what I really want to change is the fact that we start therapy, whether it 's individual c- or couples, when we hit a certain point when something happens, like you said, yeah, why can't we just start therapy just well, because, because we're human just because we 're human and there 's a lot of stuff going on, right, and have this as a tool to function through our lives because there's so much that happens I mean. It's not, and this is what I mean when it's not just anxiety, it's not just depression, there's all these other things that happen in between, and that we need help processing. Right,
0: and it's also not things that happen in our present, it's unpacking things in our past, I mean, obviously, but it's just like, yeah, like you could not be quote-unquote going through something very traumatic in your present in your present day, but you owe it to yourself to really reflect and be able to clean up those. Cause it's going, it's mm-hmm. going to come out eventually and, and you don't want it to bubble up to the surface in a way that it's
2: so important to yeah. process yeah. what's happened, you know, in the past because yes like you said it does come up Mm -hmm. whether it's in your and really it it comes up in relationships right because again at work at school we can have this we have boundaries and we know our limitations but in relationships is where we become raw Mm -hmm. it's where the truth like and we spill the beans right and so this is where those things come up and that's when you go oh Okay, this is something that I have to work through because Absolutely. it's coming up.
1: So Absolutely. how do you I was thinking of becoming a therapist at one point because I'm just so involved in the, the whole mental health community. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought that I wouldn't be able to leave it at the door. Like Oh my I god, felt me as too. Like I, I would th- take all of their emotions. Yeah. How do you, how you not do you,
2: cry how do during you turn it
1: off? How do you like Leave the office and say that was them and this is me.
2: This was totally something I was really afraid of because I'm really emotional and sensitive. Um, and my so my traineeship, the beginning of my career, was at a elementary and middle school. So I was working with kids mm-hmm. and I was a counselor, and that was really hard, right? Because you see kids that are so innocent and they're feeling stuff and they're talking about it. And I mean, it was a it was such a great experience knowing that they understand so much. Um, and surprisingly, I, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I don't have a specific answer, but what I can tell you is you learn to not take it home. Mm -hmm. It's, I don't know exactly what the process that, what it is, but you just learn. And suddenly, you know, you know that once you close that door, of course, sometimes you'll think about certain clients. It's normal, um, but the beginning, I would say, was the hardest. I would yeah. definitely go home and like think about my clients all the time, especially because they were kids, right? Um, but then you just you, I don't know, you grow and you learn yeah. somehow. That's a lot of self control. And I, going through going to your own therapist, I mean, that was yeah. a huge part of why I started therapy because I was like, okay, I need I need to have my own place to talk about my own
1: things. I won't Absolutely. go to a therapist who doesn't have a therapist. That's like one of my. How do you know that
0: they do? You ask, ask them. Yeah, I ask them. Oh. Mm. Do you go to? What therapy? if they talk about you in their therapy?
1: That I sheds. don't give a shit. My therapist no. can talk about me to anybody yeah, she wants. I, don't I really either. don't care.
2: It's confidential. Yeah, it doesn't. It's supposed to be
1: confidential, but I could. G- I really don't care. Yeah. I've got, what am I? I mean, I'll tell anyone and everyone who wants <laughs> to listen to my story. What do I care? I mean, <laughs> we have a fucking podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All we do
0: is tell talk people about our us. shit. <laughs> Um. <laughs> this
1: is a form of therapy for us.
0: Yeah. Exactly. It, it's very therapeutic. Isn't it? Isn't, yeah. isn't it? I mean, it's literally and then we get just some talking. Jokes in. <laughs> and we add some jokes in, some silliness. Some silliness. Um, wait, what was I going to say? Ooh.
1: Did you lose a good one? Yeah.
0: <laughs> Sorry Scout. Sorry. Okay. Anyways. Fault. um, So, oh, on your stories, you have, you kind of mentioned this, but like your group of other female therapists that Ooh. you also promote on your stories yeah. and. To as resources for other people and they all specialize in different things so kind of talk about that and that network you guys have created for yourself
2: so I've met some amazing women I mean they are so great at what they do and I think the biggest part of of me creating that resources um, highlight cover was really because although we are all therapists like I said I'm not the therapist for everybody and that's okay I know that you know, at the end of the day it is a business in a sense and you know, the client is gonna choose whoever they feel comfortable with. And that doesn't mean it's about me, it doesn't mean it's about them. It's it's your choice. So I wanna put out there the resources for, you know, I have a colleague who focuses on having a group for victims of being in a narcissistic relationship mm-hmm. or someone, I have another colleague who focuses on athletes and the process of changing careers. And so I don't, I mean, I can help you, of course, but that's not my specialty. And so if someone is there and this is they're, they're so passionate about that, I'm going to refer you to that person because that might be a better fit for you. And so it's truly finding your perfect fit your right fit. And so that was that was the reason behind that. And I think there's a place for all of us. You know, it doesn't matter if we're in the same career, we're doing the same thing. We're still unique in our own different ways. Absolutely women helping women. Yes. Oh yeah. That's in twenty eighteen. Then and forever.
0: And forever. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Not and just forever. in two thousand eighteen. <laughs> I'm just saying
1: it's happening right now. Yes. It That's is. so cool that you do that. That's awesome. Thank you.
0: I love that. Um, I okay, I remembered what I was gonna say. It wasn't as like big of a thing. Oh <laughs> I was just gonna say, how do you not cry? I would start bawling. Ball. Like I, I remember my my last therapy, I was bawling and I was like, how are you not? I, mean, I didn't say that but I was just like, How are you so calm? Like if I saw someone crying that hysterically, I would freak out i would freak out I you would know what it is
2: i think that I, the the fact that i know my role is to be there for that person yeah. if i start hysterically crying then it becomes about me yeah. and that and i need to manage my you. yeah and Absolutely. it's not about me i mean look i was watching uh an episode of power i don't know if you guys watch that show no. but I, I love it it's never crazy. heard of it it's produced by 50 cent so oh yeah it's really good anyway i was hysterically crying as if the world was ending and i was like <laughs> what is happening with me but that happens, but when you're in session and you know this person is coming for you to be there and for you to hold that space for them, you know you can't lose it. You know you have to keep Holding it together. Holding space
1: is a very difficult and mm-hmm. it's, it's a talent and a touch that you have to have to be able to really hold space for someone i think that's one of the most beautiful things you can provide for somebody
2: yeah and i'm and i'm raw about i mean i'm real about it you know if i if i feel the heaviness or i'm i might tear up and i might i might say it you know i'm tearing up and that feels so it's so hard on you and i can feel that and to use empathy in that sense but not to like completely lose it and go into which is normal but i guess you know your role you know that you're there to Keep things together. Mm-hmm. Absolutely.
0: Mm-hmm. Um. And then the last question I kind of have is, what is your philosophy surrounding therapy? Like, what is kind of like your one tagline or mission statement, if you will?
2: I'm still figuring it out. I'll Ooh, be honest. I, I kind of like that. I'm still, <laughs> still figuring <laughs> <Yeah>. it out. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I'm still, still figuring out. it out. But aren't we all? <laughs> yeah. But you know, I think my philosophy is truly meeting the client where they are at Mm -hmm. we learn so many different theories and there's so many therapists that might stick to a certain theory I'm all about what does my client need you know do they like a structural type of therapy or do they like a mindfulness type of therapy or do they like action-based what is it you know Mm -hmm. because again what might work for someone might not work for someone else um and then truly just Again, holding that space for someone to let it all out, to talk about their deepest, darkest secrets, to talk about everything that frustrates them and to have space for that. I mean, it's not always that we have that with everything oh, going on. Sorry, okay. Well, I have one more question. Yeah. But I've always wanted to ask a therapist.
0: How do you not give advice? Like, how do you not tell someone specifically what to do? Oh,
1: my therapist tells me specifically what to do. No, you're not.
0: They're not. They're not supposed to, do, right? You're supposed mm. to like guide the answer. So, like, my therapist, I, I literally was waiting. For, I wanted to ask her, like, just tell me what to do, like, given all the information. Just oh, tell I, me. I,
1: that's not my jam. What's See your jam? again, like a therapist. You like trying advice. to guide? I like yeah them oh, to give me. Oh, I might
0: tell my therapist. Answers. Oh, I, I might tell her then that, that I want that because I she I mean. She got me there, but it's like, no, I want, I kind of want, like, action. Yeah, as you said, yeah.
2: And, you know, again, it's what the client needs. So, I love the... aspect of helping the client figure it out because Mm -hmm. when you come to it yourself it's a lot different than me telling you something and this turns into how friends work right they give you advice you never listen to them you still do the same thing but when you come to it because you're being you're becoming self-aware of what's going on Mm. that's when it it makes it powerful and that's when change happens. Um so I might encourage, you know, and again if my client says, "Can you just tell me what to do?" Yes. <laughs> you know, well, I'll I'll work with them, but I think the advice, the reason why it's not encouraged to give advice is just because it becomes too friend like. Yeah. It Got becomes it. like a friend. And also
0: like you don't want to be like fully responsible for something. <laughs> like, what point. if I really so, I mean, my, I don't think that my
1: therapist necessarily Tells me what to do. But she gives me a lot of action items. Yeah. No. And my therapist does does too. Because I spent the 75% of my career in therapy just talking. And I got to a point where it was like, I can't talk anymore. I need to do. I need to do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so for me personally, I realized that I need a therapist that helps me do and helps Mm -hmm. me take action. So yeah,
2: action based. So Mm -hmm. if someone is stuck in an extremely unhealthy relationship, right? and i know i'm like oh my god they need to get, get out, of out this. yeah but that's not my place mm-hmm. they need to figure that out themselves yeah, we need to true. find out why are yeah. you in this relationship what are you getting from this that you're not getting from somewhere yeah. else yeah. you know what is wh- how is it filling a certain void maybe again oh, always goes back to the childhood but it does <laughs> oh, i mean does. <laughs> all yeah, right. of our attachment styles everything we know Everything comes from there. It
1: Makes me afraid to be a parent because like oh my one God. small little thing, thing can, can fuck, fuck your you child. Honestly, up.
2: same. And I, and knowing all this information, uh, I'm you're, like, yeah, you are like, oh yeah, <laughs> like, like I am stressed. I am already stressed. That's that's what I
0: told mom. I was like, you are paying for my therapy. You fuck <laughs> me up. And she's like. Okay. She's like, if you go into a contract when you like give birth. You're like set aside. It's like another like savings account. Right. Set aside for All therapy. For therapy. therapy. <laughs> hair, hair, fund. What? Yeah, for what did hair. you say? Hair oh, hair, hair. and like, nails. What the fuck,
1: did you say? Nails. We're Egyptian. So we're we, Egyptian. We is so, that what you so just said? So we have like really oh, curly we, hair. We have
0: never said that. We're Jewish, but we're our okay. Dad we're is, Middle is, Eastern. Our dad is born was born in Egypt, but like. Never said that you're Egyptian. I that all the time. What? Our dad is
1: from Egypt. What is she says she's Armenian? Okay,
0: but our dad wasn't accepted in Egypt. Like we weren't Egyptian. We were refugee Jews, and then we left, and then we got kicked out of Egypt. Okay, fine. I'll say I'm a refugee Jew. Or I don't that's know. If, I need wait, a if we were refuge, no, we weren't refugees. Because so I know, so I know <laughs>
2: someone who does sisters <laughs> therapy. <laughs> 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 Do you guys need referrals. Oh, we need.
0: All oh, we, we sisters therapy. <laughs> the therapy. Basically,
2: <laughs> she
1: just makes fun of me all the time. It's yeah, really literally. Dynamic. Dynamic. Sure. I'm actually
2: an only child, so <gasps> I would, I would have. Oh, oh yeah. my god. <laughs> oh, interesting. What you missing
1: out on. This is what you're missing out
0: on. Uh, missing out on. I the love banter, The back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Okay, well, yeah, so we are Jewish, so we have crazy hair. So that's why we would need an an extra savings account for for hair. hair. Got it. Hair therapy and
1: college fund. That's what I'm
0: setting up for my children when I have children. Perfect. Okay, Guyana, tell (laughs) everyone where they can follow you and like reach
2: out to you if they want your services or anything. Sure. So um, I see clients in Glendale, Sherman Oaks, and Woodland Hills. Um, You can follow me at Therapy with Guyana. That's G-A-Y-A-N-E. We'll link it in the show notes for you. (laughs) Um, And yeah, and I also have my website, therapywithgayana.com.
1: Wonderful. You can find me at Scout Sobel, S-C-O-U-T-S-O-B-E-L. And at Maddie Mayo, M-A-D-Y-M-A-I-O. And you can follow OKCIS Podcast at OKSIS Podcast.
0: Yay!
2: Thank you so much for coming. You're welcome. Thank you guys for having me. All right, see you guys
0: next week.